This is a HeadGum Original. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Anthem Part 2, the number one track off of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Very nice. So Very, very nice. <laughs> that was Andy Powers. And yeah, day one, he says, um, this was his first time recording anything or everything by himself. Wow. And it is indeed based on Anthem Part 2 off of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, if you didn't know. Huge. Uh, I don't really have anything to promote, but I'd like to give a shout out to my girlfriend, Cassie, Casey Rose, you're a dime, baby girl. And also, if you could remind your listeners to check on their friends, holidays are hitting different for everyone this time of year. Wow, that's very wow. nice of him. And actually, wait till my unsolicited advice comes up. Okay, that's gonna hit different. Yeah. It's actually thematically tied to that shit. Yeah, I see. You sent it to me earlier. It's jerk off into a paper towel instead of toilet paper. I can't understand how that has. If we're to fucked do. up, you're too blamed. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, love and appreciate two. the good vibrations. Uh, all the best, Andy P. So thanks, Andy. What is Anthem Part 2? There's an Anthem Part 1. Oh, you're drinking... I didn't realize that you have a, a red wine. Wow. Yeah. I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying a glass of red with the pod today. <laughs> well, I wonder if this will change anything. I mean, this is... This is sort of a new you. You brought up the fact that you've been trying to get into wine, and now you're That's right. drinking it on the pod, on mic, a, a nice, a nice glass of wine. It's very Cheers to you as well. Oh, and you're way. drinking a Gatorade Zero. <laughs> so, I yeah. don't know. Glacier That's, cherry. 
actually uh, less healthy than the alcohol that I'm consuming. I'm actually pretty fucked up myself as I well. I can imagine. Well, you'd, <laughs> you'd mix that with vodka, right? <laughs> Look at that. Look at All right, so smell it for us. Sort of just try to describe that wine mm. for us. Let's see. Okay. You know, this is this is actually it's a 2016. It's a I believe it is a fuck me. I think it's Cabernet. Okay. okay. I think it's Cabernet. I'm getting a Okay, oak, leather, twine. <laughs> yeah. Your feet are on fire. I think that's it. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm almost like a burnt like a burnt canvas or a burnt rubber or something. <laughs> My feet are tied up and they're on fire. <laughs> Bone flesh. Almost like a fleshy bony and then has it how's it on the tongue? How's the mouth feel? The mouthfeel, it's definitely dry. It's a it, it's making me pucker a little bit. Let me get another another swig here. Yeah. Take your time. Really take your time with it though. What's well, really hard at first not to <laughs> taste anything except you kind of like the the taste of like um the way that rubbing alcohol smells, which is like, you know, like that's alcohol. the alcohol part of it. Yeah. yeah. Cuz yeah. it's really overpowering <laughs> to me still. It's, it's good, right, but yeah. it does just taste like alcohol. alcohol there's a tiny yeah. there's a hint of cherry. There's a hint of cherry. I'll say that. A hint of lime and a hint of cherry, but mostly yeah, that's oak, grape juice and vodka. It seems like from what I can see. Have you ever instead that's of a full body it red it's a full-bodied red. You could put mm-hmm. it in your nose or your ass even to see if it's like really dry with the tannins. And Putting it in your ass, that hits different. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, let's not get to it now, but I have unsolicited the mouth, that. The mouth feel and the ass feel. <laughs> the anal feel, it's almost like it's really wet down there. And I feel like, have you ever used a bidet, but it's filled yeah. with wine instead of water? That's sort Talk of about the pucker. Is. Tell you what. <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh, real God. dry, real dry up there. Uh, yes. Anyway, shout out to Casey Rose. Uh, he loves you. He totally. Yeah. And that's coming from us as well. We all mm-hmm. we all have. We're a quadruple with you. So thank you so, so much. Anthem part one or Anthem, as it was called on the 1999 EP Enema of the State. I believe it was track number five, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> um, it's kind of just about how like. You know, the youth, we're, we're want to party. We're um, a bunch of, maybe some lost causes. We're just trying to have a good time. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, don't don't blame us for having fun. Because yeah. actually, it's like, you're the ones, mom and dad, who are getting divorced and fighting and making us play sports when we don't want to. So when we rebel, whose fault is that really? And Anthem Part 2 is really just, <laughs> um, Similar themes, right? It's like, don't make back. us play sports. Yeah. A lot of it is just don't make me play sports, in mm-hmm. a way. If you just Don't make down. me play sports. My crush doesn't like me. I hate <laughs> you, dad. That's yeah. what it all boils down to. Yeah, Mr. Hoppus and Mrs. DeLong. They, this whole album sort of a fuck you to them in a way. Anthem part mm-hmm. one and Anthem part two. And especially Stay Together for the Kids. Is that a song or an a- yes. uh, album? Yeah, that's, <laughs> a song. that's a song. I believe it's also off Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. And that's just about a couple that stayed together even though they're fighting all the time and fuck you, dad? I think it was a, it was a couple that got divorced. And I guess the song maybe wanted them to stay together, which is interesting because as I, I when I when you're younger, you I feel like you want your parents to stay together when they get divorced. But as I've gotten older, when I hear about people getting divorces, I'm like, good. That sounds like it's for the best. A hard yeah. decision was made. You're actively trying to divorce 
between your mom and your dad, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. And you don't have to choose a side, by the way. Like, you don't have to say, like, you prefer one side or the other. I'm just saying you don't. I guess the think... divorce is a one is one way to look at it. But, like, my mom should just dump him. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, we, I wanted yeah, to you can't even call that a divorce PC. because it you sounds can. like an amicable split. But, like, yeah. is it a, it can't be amicable <laughs> if he doesn't even deserve her in the first place. Uh, yeah, you know I was going to say, it doesn't matter what side you're on. You'll obviously love them both equally. I'm on my mom's side. <laughs> Yes, but... love them both equally. No, <laughs> <laughs> fat chance. Yeah. I mean, there's no proof of it. You can just say that and then think whatever say, you want. This is just to I make your dad think feel. That I love my mom the most. <laughs> I know. I was trying to like sort of set you up to be like, like an adult about it. Be like, I know right. you guys are like adults about it, and I love you both equally. But this is what why I would I be? Why would I need to be nice to my dad? He's a duffel bag. <laughs> Not really. He's actually yes, very he nice. Is. He's a carry on. He's yeah. really nice to you. He but gave you that wine. Luggage. He gave yeah. me that wine. <laughs> he bought me a 2016 soft cob. Yeah. Okay. Soft cob. Soft cob. A soft cob. A Sauvignon Cabernet. Imagine they don't even a, make those. Having a Sav Cobb and Cos Cobb. <laughs> so it's you and two others going triple Dutch on a fucking right. bottle of red. Specifically in Cos Cobb. Yeah. And that sounds good to me. Uh, all right. We're back. Uh, this is If I Were You, an advice podcast. Frankly, the only one on the web hosted by us. Uh, True. I'm Amir. Yeah. yeah. I'm Jake. And we are post-Hanukkah, pre-Christmas. This is the sweet spot. This is when shit yeah. gets real. Winter has want. Mm-hmm. There was a snowstorm in New York. It's oh, cold yeah. there still, right? Snow still on the ground. Snow still on the ground. I feel like this didn't happen to us last year. Like, we had such crazy weather last year that it would snow, but then it would be like 60 the next day. And it was... I never... I, I have not dealt with the, like, snow still on the sidewalk shit that I'm dealing with right now. Since moving back. Yeah, I really don't think I have. I, we have not had a crazy, crazy winter. So. Is it is it supposed to stay? Is it getting warm? Is it going to start raining? Is it? What's the it deal? Does, let me see. Actually, I haven't looked at the weather. It it was below freezing all weekend. So, did you have to shovel? Did you have to scrape ice? Like you haven't had a car on the East Coast in a while. Have you dealt with that? Um, by the way, it looks like it's going to warm up. So I think we're we're good. But yeah, I had to shovel. Um, what did I do? I had to, I shoveled, um, like my parents' porch. Um, and then I, my car was also completely buried. Uh, I like took How many out, inches I brought of out snow? like 14 inches of snow. Wow. Like I had to shovel my car, like shovel the snow off of my car. Like off the windshield, right? Off the windshield, off the hood, off the windows, um, as much as I could get off the roof because you're not supposed to drive with like a big mound of snow. Um, but yeah, it, it's crazy. Have you thought about pouring hot flour onto the car, sort of melting the snow off? You hot heat up a flour? bag. You heat up a bag of flour and you take it outside and you dump it on the snow, right? And like as it settles on the has snow, to be a prank or something. hot flour. No, try it. Try hot flour and try no. putting a little put a little hot tea in your ass too. <laughs> So pour the flour on the the windshield. How will that help my car? Uh, I'm saying when you're out, because when you're out there shoveling, you're cold, right? Yeah, a little. So 90% of the heat comes out. I see you're wearing a beanie from your ass. Yeah, not your head. That's the last 10% goes up out of your head. Because I do have like, I have thick socks and boots on my feet, gloves on my hands and a beanie on my head. And yeah, there's a lot. So a lot of the heat's escaping from my ass. Yeah, because if you think about it, like when you fart, 
right? Yeah. When you yeah. fart, that's heat yeah. coming out of your ass. Right? right? No, that's true. And yeah, then you feel that. Yeah. <laughs> as the heat comes out, cold air is coming in to push the heat out of your ass. And so if uh. you put a little tea in there, a little teacup in there, and you put like two, two, do you have little sugar cubes? I I do. I just can't imagine that I, <laughs> yeah. if I, so put, do you want me to? Trust me, take like a, like, okay. what's that, the little dropper that you use to apply ear medicine almost? Like you take like a little, little eye dro- dropper? Yeah, a little eye dropper, exactly. Yeah. Fill it up with hot, hot Earl Grey tea and sit on yeah. it. Sit on it. Shove that entire thing up your ass. And then put <laughs> and two little sugar, two little, <laughs> I want you to put two little brown sugar cubes up there too. Okay. Next time I go outside or like, no, let's do it right now on the video. I want to All see right. you do it. <laughs> I guarantee you won't be cold until March. You'll get, I mean, you've lived in LA for like 10 years. Do you really, you feel like you have like good tips for staying warm? Yeah. It's like, cause you're yeah, like a tropical climate. Cause basically. I, yeah, no, but I, I was also in New York. So I was like looking up for t- life hacks to keep me warm. Cause I'm sort of, and that was desert. something you used to do. Yeah. I used to sit on a eardropper filled with Earl Grey uh, or decaf <laughs> if it was getting late. <laughs> <laughs> and then a little steel ramekin of half and half. <laughs> you just added that. I already had the sugar cubes in my ass. I have the eardropper in my ass. And now <laughs> steel ramekin of fucking cream. Half, yeah, also. Half, half in your ass, half out. That's why it's called that. A little and one of those steel. That's usually porcelain. cool. That's usually a little chillier. It usually that's... is. But once it's. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be in there, and then it'll be warm up from your body heat. So. Okay, maybe I'll do it during the break. I'll save that for unsolicited. So just just know that that's the universe that I will be giving my. It's a lot of relevant good stuff coming up for unsolicited. Yeah. Oh, we actually got some real questions too, in addition to our unsolicited advice. Oh, all right, nice. Um, here's a, a fun one. Since it's you know the gift giving season, and we sort of mm-hmm. have spoken about our troubles finding gifts for people. Uh, This person, will call him, uh, Rudolph writes, I'm terrible at giving gifts, absolutely awful. And with the holidays coming up, I want to give my new girlfriend something great since she is annoyingly amazing. I'm considering either making her a large terrarium aquarium or buying her one of those USB MIDI keyboards to make music. I wondered, is it better to make a gift or buy a more expensive gift? Or should I do both and eat less fast food in January. <laughs> mm. Thank you. Love, Rudolph. Interesting. Those are okay. three good options. Uh, the third one way another? Left less uh, fast food in January? That's yeah. one of the options? Yeah, right, if he yeah. does both, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that like making something is definitely more, more thoughtful. Um, it sounds nicer. It sounds better. But also like more expensive is probably cooler right yeah it's i mean i know i personally would rather just get the expensive cool thing than like a grade a effort because usually the the things that we can make as humans are not as good as the ones that are being made in a factory somewhere because they're the Mm -hmm. experts that's like making a terrarium that's kind of a cool you made a terrarium in your living room yeah but then the the whole the dolphin got angry about it and the whole thing started cracking and spilling and it like it ended up getting like water everywhere and i had to like hose you remember shira so i had to hose her down right, you had trying to keep her alive and by the time uh nautical aid got to me she had 
She had passed in my living room. <laughs> well, that's because you would put an eyedropper <laughs> of tea in, in her, her little blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to save the bitch. Who were you? And she... <laughs> Who were you? <laughs> all right, all right. Let's relax. Suddenly I'm being accused of dolphin abuse. Like it's high school all over abuse, again. Abuse, dolphin murder. Not, not abuse. <laughs> I bought that fish. <laughs> she, Shira passed, you said, right? <laughs> I bought so it's her. Not exactly a, it's not exactly dolphin abuse. <laughs> she, was exactly, she was my property, and I did what I had to do to keep her alive, and I failed. I didn't build the terrarium to code or to snuff. <laughs> you know, I told you you had the right to remain silent, sir. <laughs> I'm just trying to paint the picture here, because I feel like I'm getting the third degree. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> which is worse than the silent treatment. Uh, yeah, building an aquarium seems nearly impossible, really. What do you buy glass and fucking weld metal? Oh, wait, no, but really, you you built that terrarium in your living room. Was it like that? You had oh. like a glass thing? No, I did not build anything. I, I, you assembled I hung up, something. I hung up a glass planter. Yeah. So I don't, would, I wouldn't say that I assembled a terrarium as much as I did. Um, put a glass uh, spherical, like one of those uh, orbs, empty orbs, and I filled it with dirt, and I mm. put a plant in it. I, I guess I think that if if you can like cobble something together with like made elements, that is like a thoughtful, um, a, a thoughtful like um, montage or collage of of cool stuff that like ends up being something she wants, like a terrarium, like a a glass tank with some cool plants in it or something. That sounds like a cool gift to me. Yeah, that's true. I, I recently fucked up my own gift giving. So I feel like I'm in, I'm not the person to talk about how to gift things wisely. I kind of, how did, how so, what did you do? It was a series of unfortunate mistakes coupled with things that were out of my control. And it just, things went from bad to worse. Basically I asked my niece what she wanted for Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. She recommended, uh, like a sweatshirt, sweatpants combo, a sweatsuit of sorts. Mm-hmm. She says uh, she's a child large or an adult small. Okay, I can do that. Right. I or go on to various websites. I end up ordering something from Old Navy. It gets there. It's a child small. So she <laughs> can't wear it. It's too small. I'm like, all right, fuck. I think I fucked up. I'll make it right. I will buy you a new sweatshirt sweatsuit combo again i'm gonna get child's large or adult small this time i got tripped up and you know what i'm gonna throw in masks fun kids masks that she can wear outside it's like it makes you Mm -hmm. look like various animals cool last night of hanukkah i pay for overnight shipping very expensive it finally gets there just the masks though not the sweatshirt, sweatsuit. No, that's mm. still being, quote, processed, which I doesn't see. mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> so you got someone like a COVID gift for a holiday. That's right. Also, she can't wear the masks. She says the kids' masks are too small for her. So sure. basically, I got her the wrong thing. To rectify it, I paid premium to get the good thing. The good thing never showed up. Instead, what showed up was a bonus thing that she also couldn't wear. So right. as of now, she has five articles of clothing that are too small and the one that's actually good for her is being processed uh, in a warehouse somewhere near her 
So yeah, you're gonna have to buy her something more expensive now too. How yeah, about I a bracelet? Have, I have to. Okay. I have to up the ante. Yeah. And the another sweatsuit, yeah. new masks, <laughs> and then you're gonna have to toss in a a bracelet or a necklace. Yeah. No, I feel like I keep digging myself a deeper and let's and get it over. Hole. Let's get it same day shipping if you can handle that. But I tried the other day same day shipping and it's currently still in a warehouse somewhere. I don't know why. Also, I guess there was a a mall shooting in an old navy in the Bay Area. So good lord, I don't know if I had anything to do with that. But it, this whole thing is reeking <laughs> of bad karma. I don't yeah. know what this whole gift thing is cursed for me for whatever because so, yeah now you kind of have to ruin her holiday by just being like sorry there was a shooting at the mall yeah so i can't like, get it but i'll, I'll fucking buff rush right now guy. i'm depressed <laughs> yeah it's funny because so. jill is talking to me right now bless her soul she bought I, she, she bought me a christmas present what we usually do is i buy her something for hanukkah she buys me something for christmas and um i guess whatever she bought me has been like sitting in a in like a postage facility somewhere um so she kind of just yells at me every couple days about like how it's not going to get here she's pissed but i'm yeah. like i i don't know what like now i'm stressed out so is this supposed to be a gift is this a gift because we're all just anxious now about this gift. <laughs> yeah everybody's mad about everything and then there's more pressure on the gift because when it arrives, it's been a long process to get the gift, and then suddenly yeah. you have the gift. And what? Well, my standards small? are sky high for this thing. If I, I'm gonna my first thing because I bet she's gonna like take the price tag off it, whatever. But I'll just Google it. I'll find out exactly how much it costs. That's cool. Um, and then I'll weight that against what I bought her. Um, and then <laughs> Which is, what did you get her? Uh, the coupon for the free massage thing. Yeah, which is technically I bought it for her last year, um, but I said it got lost in the mail, so I saved on that. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. so that's you know over two years. But um, for the but coupon yeah. for the coupon for the massage for coupon. Free. Yeah, I got a, I got her an IOU one massage coupon. Um, but I had to. Yeah. But Mike is the one that's going to give it to her, so I had to pay extra for that. Weird. What am I, a masseuse? I don't think so. I don't have the time. Yeah. It's not about the time. It's about it's kind of like owing her a fun little sexy favor, you know? Just like good at giving a massage. Sexy. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> massage. My know, brother very... and my wife. I don't think so. I think sexy about that. In fact, in the fine print of the coupon is me in the room watching the whole thing to make sure it's copacetic above. All right, board. that's enough. <laughs> Your gift wasn't that good. You don't deserve the back scratcher too. Yeah, and if it, and if the massage looks really good, then Mike is gonna have to give me one too. That's the other thing. That's yeah. a twofer, man. You have the option. You have that right. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Answer some more questions on the other. Wait, did we tell this guy what to do? Buy or make? Mm. I'm a buyer. I think you say I'm a buy. Buyer. I say I say make. So it sounds yeah. like we're saying both, and uh, and no fast food. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. That with also not that eating stacks fast food. with your yeah. That stacks with like a New Year's resolution of not eating as much fast food, which is fine. Uh, all right, cool. Let us know how it goes. Send us a picture of that aquarium slash terrarium. We want to see it. Oh yeah, and we'll be back after these messages. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh, uh, did I sneeze? <laughs> no, I was blessing them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless them. Uh, Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Gazuntaid. <laughs> So you did think I sneezed. That time, yeah. <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Yes, there it is. Um, it has very simple drag-and-drop technology, so you can design it 
effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know how to code at all. Finally. And you can still just come up with a professional-looking portfolio or online store. Yes, exactly. In minutes. So simple. You can even buy a domain name through Squarespace. Oh, my God. That's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time. Mine this week is HiRodney.com. HiRodney. Yes, if you have a friend named Rodney that you'd like to say hello to, HiRodney.com. And then you could make the landing page you kind of waving and saying hello to your friend Rodney. That's not too dissimilar from mine, which is ByRodney.com. Really? But B-U-Y Rodney.com. If you want to purchase Rodney. Yeah. A yeah. hello or a chair or something <laughs> right. like that. So you, you can, can buy just something buy for Rodney. Rodney things. Right. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. I might cop that. I might buy by Rodney. You buy what? I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by I might Rodney. buy by Rodney. I might buy by Rodney. Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> you can find out at HiRodney.com. <laughs> uh, well, you can build anything you want, but you should go to Squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use Squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's Squarespace.com slash segments. Right. And use that coupon code, that promo code segments. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see. Beautiful. You get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, so check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember squarespace.com. Yep. Slash segments. Right on. <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. <laughs> Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Woo! Holy smokes, Jake, you sleep on a Helix. Yeah, I'm in LA right now. you live on a Helix. Yeah, I miss my Helix. Yeah. Are, oh, you didn't bring it out? No, I should have. I should have. Well, you know how easy it is to take their sleep quiz, right? Yes, well, not easy, but let's 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 not call it a quiz. I don't they like call that it a quiz. It's like a two-minute quiz. Yeah. You say how you sleep, and then they match well, you with a perfect okay. mattress. They say what? They, they say based, what? Based <laughs> Based on your answers, they can you say this. what they say? They select what are the, the what do the talking points say? Um, Why don't you read it verbatim instead yeah. of calling the quiz easy? Well, it's like a two minute quiz. Does it say that it's easy? Uh, it's a sleep quiz. Great, uh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Why don't you stick to the talking points, asshole? <laughs> oh my right? god! Why are you mad at me? Because you're calling the quiz easy, and it's actually more of a test. No, it's not a test. It's a very simple quiz. It's actually very important. Yeah, that I simple. agree that it's important. It's complicated. Yeah, it's a sleep quiz you take. They, they ask you, like, how do you sleep? Where? Do, what do you prefer? And then they match you with a perfect mattress. That's that's right for you. That's true. Yes. Uh, and that personalized mattress is shipped right to your door free of charge. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Um, there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it. So mm-hmm. uh, they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Holy shit. But look, you're not going to need it because the mattress is kind of goaded. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders. Damn. And two free pillows for our listeners. Right on. You just go to helixsleep.com segments and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. So hop on it right now if you need to upgrade your mattress, which borderline everyone has to. Yeah, yeah. Um, go to helixsleep.com slash segments and use that code helixpartner20, all one word, all at right. checkout. Love it. Thank you, Helix. Thank you. And we are back. Jake, do you, I mean, you said you already did, but do you have any? Oh, it's a little the Gross. <laughs>
Yes, yes, I do. Shout out to Nick Rad, who gave me the gift of uh, of doing this for me, and now I'm passing it on uh, okay. to the population writ large. Uh, he called me, just gave me a call. I had a missed call from Nick Rad, and I was like, <laughs> I hope everything's okay. Called him back. He was like, hey, I just wanted to give you a call. I'm a call guy now. And I was like, that's great. And we just sat down. I sat down, and I just talked on the phone for like 40 minutes to my wow. good friend Nick. And it was awesome. And Unplanned. You said, what were you going to do with that 40 minutes? It seems like you, he just caught you at the right minute. Yeah, he caught me at a perfect time. I had just, um, it was like, I think it was the end of the day on Friday or Thursday, maybe like 4 or 5 p.m. I was about to take a shower and go downstairs and eat dinner. And instead, uh, yeah, I mean, I was like literally just going to go hang out downstairs. <laughs> so I hung out upstairs and I chatted to Nick for 40 minutes. Well, that's good. That's a very holiday chic gift is reconnecting with someone because you probably used to talk to him every day. And then the yeah. the shutdown happened and you there are people that you haven't seen or spoke to in a year. And I think that there's something weird about like just screen faces now because we see people's faces on screens so much it's like such a part of our work in school and it's like it's not exactly like a pleasant experience you know when lockdown first started and we had like i like i did like a zoom with my family and i was like oh this is so fun i've never ever like seen all of you guys all at the same time on a computer like this this is novel and now it's just like i do that all the time so i i'm not like looking forward to just catching up with a friend over FaceTime for 40 minutes. It like feels like my entire day. So but you just, prefer the phone call to the Zoom call? Yeah, a phoner. It's so novel. It's so nice. And I like, I also just like held my phone to my ear so I didn't have a screen to look at. It was just like looking at the ceiling, talking to my friend. I highly recommend calling your friends and just talking on the phone. Wow. And then, so have you done this outwardly or is this something that you just accepted? Yeah, no, this is only, so far, it's only incoming. It's only been incoming. This happened three days ago, two days ago. So let's, um, uh, let's try it. Let's do it right now. Call call somebody. I'm, Pick up your phone and let's I'm, see. We're let's, in the middle of a podcast. I can't it would be nice to catch up. Who is, I, uh, who's like the second person under the M in your phone? Let's second person call that person M. up and see how they're doing. It's, it's somebody named Madison Sixty Two. I feel like that's somebody from like, oh, from Ashley bar. Madison. No, no, not what? From Ashley Madison. <laughs> what isn't that? Because that's the sixty second person you matched with on Ashley Madison, isn't that? Way? <laughs> no, it's Look, not. What's the next one? Go to the next name. Ashley Madison Sixty Three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, yeah. Call that person up, even if it's just an old landlord or somebody that you put in your phone to pick up lumber one time it's it's That's good to true. reconnect with that person yeah specifically definitely. over a podcast for sure uh okay that's good advice i saw that on tiktok actually gary vaynerchuk really? said to do it and then he did it and then he they showed like a one minute clip of a conversation he had with a high school buddy of his that he hasn't spoken to in like 13 years wow that's yeah. kind of cool yeah good for v <laughs> great for v and it was it's content because like that guy, that guy's probably like, damn, Gary, you're so cool now. Holy shit. <laughs> what are you up to? Oh, you know, lots of stuff. TikTok mostly. Making content for Instagram, etc. He's got uh, to. Uh, all right. Let's see uh, what other question we got. Mm-hmm. 
Here's a good one. A cleaning conundrum. Ooh, I love cleaning conundrums. Okay, we'll call this person Mr. Clean. Cool. Every weekend, my girlfriend and I, we've been living together for a year now, do our usual housework. One such chore is, of course, vacuuming and dusting. This is where our problem rears its ugly head. Somehow, non-verbally, we've established that I'm the designated vacuumer and she's the designated duster. That's fine by me. In fact, I prefer it that way. But week after week, once all of our housework is done, a thin layer of dust, keyword, (laughs) can be found carpeting the surface of our baseboard heaters. Here lies the crux of our sticky feud. You'll see, these heaters remind me of an old street near my childhood home that was essentially a collection of moon crater potholes surrounded by traces of usable road. This street drew a border between two municipalities, let's call them Dustville and Vacuum Town, and for years, neither municipality wanted to pay for the upkeep. If my analogy isn't clear enough, there's a dispute as to whether cleaning the top of the heaters is the responsibility of the vacuumer or the duster. It should be noted that my vacuum head is rather clunky and doesn't clean the top of heaters well, even if I try. It sounds like we know what side he's on. All that said, I think while working up a sweat moving furniture around trying to get every nook and cranny of the floor... The mayor of Dustville has the moral responsibility of tending to the surface of our baseboard heaters. I need your input on how to the love of my life and I can come to an agreement about this, 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 this toxic conundrum of ours. What side are you on and why is it mine? Thank you. Love, Mr. Clean. You know, I do, I do believe that the, the top of the, the heater needs to be dusted it can't be vacuumed i'm not saying the, that i take his what is a what baseboard is base- heater what is it's that like, like? The, is that like the accordion thing yeah it's like a tiny little metal like square uh like vent at, at it goes all along the base of the floor i see so you've seen those before right yeah that's not the like the metal accordion thing that makes dinging noises no that's a radiator a baseboard heater is like a a slightly more modern one they're like four or five inches tall they run the entire length of the room oh interesting and okay and you've had to dust and or vacuum it before yeah i mean you have to clean it otherwise it'll collect dust but it can't be vacuumed that's nonsensical you can't vacuum it i don't think that it's his girlfriend's responsibility like the the tasks don't have to be i'm the duster you're the vacuumer this needs to be dusted it's kind of like you dusted everything i vacuumed everything this this like extra thing needs to be dealt with maybe they both dust that but it does need (laughs) to be dusted it can't be vacuumed i would think also vacuuming is the easier task like overall isn't it Mm. I don't know. It's definitely physically cumbersome moving furniture to get to carpeting. And then like if you have an older vacuum, shout out to my light Dyson. Not everybody has that. If you have an older, heavier vacuum and you have to move furniture. It's vacuum dependent for sure. But like if I'm holding the cordless Dyson, which I also have, that Dyson goat, (laughs) then I I don't, then vacuuming is honestly a joy. Yeah. Dusting so I is less wet. Dusting is less fun because you're actually dealing with dust. Like, yeah, it makes me a little claustrophobic and like allergic, and makes my nose run a little bit. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a worse task. So being like, 
oh, you're not done dusting. You have extra stuff to dust, duster, isn't fair. But I think that, as I've said many times, the the, the vent needs to be dusted. It can't yeah. be vacuumed. Yeah. It's, and also, work. if it's a long, smooth strip, it, it's kind of cathartic to dust that, to like just do like a thick mm-hmm. one swoop situation. Yeah. So, I mean, be the bigger person and you just take on that extra dusting. You vacuumed and you also <laughs> dust. And then you'll have that moral high ground always, you know? Yeah. And then you sort of bring it up in passive aggressive ways. Like, yeah. oh, I guess I did a little bit of your job and you didn't do any of mine. <laughs> so, yeah, you're like, you know, you're, you made a big bowl of pasta and you serve some to you, you serve some to her. And then you give, you say, oh, and a little extra for the guy that did the vacuuming and the dusting, right? And it's like, just a bowl of dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to <coughs> eat the dust. Sleeping in bed at night, and like you get, I you know, I actually, I think I get the, uh, I get the, I get the whole comforter. You know, I get a little more blankets because I do, the, I do two jobs. <laughs> You're steaming hot underneath there. You've mm. recently attempted to go Roomba, have you not? Yeah, I have a, a, a an off-brand Roomba called the Yuffie. Okay. And the Yuffie uh, does, you know, the Yuffie does fine. The Yuffie's, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a replacement for the vacuum. It's sort of just like, it subsidizes the vacuuming. That's it. Yeah, but are you, let's say you vacuum once every two to four weeks. If you get the Ufi, are you vacuuming still once every two to four weeks? You just have, don't have to do it as hard, or you're doing it like every other time? I think I vacuum every two weeks regardless, but like the in-between stage doesn't look nearly as, as bad. See, that's not worth it to me. Like, I'm not, I'm not hiring a fucking robot to do my job, and then I still have to do the job. It's like there's no point yeah. hiring the robot. Now I have to well, oversee this, this fucking thing. Okay, well, you, you're yelling at me. I have to micromanage this fucking, <laughs> this toy that you got? I didn't got? get you a Roomba, okay? Really? But <laughs> it's on my Amazon Why? wish list. <laughs> it's on my OnlyFans. But I did get, so I got my uh, Yuffie as a wedding gift. I wouldn't have bought it for myself. But when you're registering for wedding gifts, you know, you could just click whatever. You're like, oh, this is a, a, a I think Jill and I put like three vacuums on our registry because we're just wow. like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I see here. Yeah. 11 vacuums. Jesus. All vacuums. Oops, yeah. all vacuums. <laughs> you, was this, this had to have been a misprint. Uh, but no, behind I, you, I see a, a row of 21 fucking, what are you, like a vacuum repair person I meant or to something? keep my video off. <laughs> you're, da- you're a vacuum delivery man or some shit. Mr. Hoover. Uh <laughs> So you recommend or don't recommend the uh, the Ufi slash and or um, Roomba? If you can really casually get it as a gift, I recommend it. Yeah, but I wouldn't spend my own money on it. No, you would. It's spend kind it. of interesting. It's kind of like having a pet. Like sometimes the Ufi will just bounce around the apartment, and Jill and I will watch it and be like, "Oh, look how stupid it is! That's it's fun. It's stuck in the bathroom." <laughs> Yuffie, come here, Yuffie. <laughs> Gunshot. Yuffie, no. <laughs> what have you done, Yuffie? They'll never believe me, Yuffie. You framed me, Yuffie. <laughs> Yuffie framed me, Yuffie. <laughs> it wasn't me, I swear. Uh, all right. So uh, dust in addition to vacuum. I'm sorry. That's just yeah. going to have to go. Although it is a little weird that the lady does not want to dust. 
Well, she's dusting. She's dusting everything else. She's dusting the well, counters. Why, why not that? Dusting the shelves, the electronics, the TV. I guess she's thinking that like I don't dust the floor. She thinks that the that the vent, the baseboard heater, is part of the floor, an extension of the floor. Which I do get. You know, you're you're like your job as vacuum person is window sills and below. Like I'll dust the window sills, but everything below, like all the dirt below this line, that's on you. So yeah. I think it is on like that's more that's that I think that's an e- more equal split actually like there should yeah I'm wondering if there the, should be like the actual uh, space of the room if you can almost vacuum seal an entire home like we we live in the future I should be able to press a button and then all the vat all like the dust sort of gets like uh, when you open the fucking door of an airplane so they that do kind have, of shit in like wood shops and stuff they have that there's like a vacuum that's like attached to the wall and you like sweep stuff into this thing that's just like sucking all of the stuff all of the dust up yeah and that's how i used to vacuum when i had um you know when i had that loft like in 2012 yeah and i didn't have any rugs and i would just sweep everything (laughs) into a corner and then just vacuum the corner it was really really effective yeah so if like an entire house can almost tilt or something yeah. tilting that'd be ideal yeah if you can build a house almost like on a thing almost ideally you can lift it up entirely 180 let all the dust like fall out Shake of the chimney out. yeah almost like or a bully could, holding a nerd upside heaters, down the baseboard heaters themselves could be the vacuums that That's would be good. cool so you, like air the, hot air comes in right, but also heat, heat, heat. vacuum if you want. sucks out <laughs> yeah sucks it all in that's really good that's actually I'm going to cut this part out because I'm going to try to scheme up something. I'm going to mock something yeah. up, actually. So you're going to... So what you're saying is you're going to steal this idea from well, me and try to... That's what you, you said, cut this out, right? It's like one of those... You know how they say like, oh, your idea works in a vacuum. Like, no, no, no. My idea is the fucking vacuum. <laughs> I, you know what I, I mean? Do, yeah. I think you should leave this in just because like I... The likelihood of you being able to pull it off is so... I could pull it off. It's It's easy. It's easy. Yeah, how? What's the first step? What's what's step number one to to turning a baseboard (laughs) heating unit into a vacuum? By the way, way, I described to you what a baseboard heater was. Actually, a really good idea. Yeah, a baseboard heater works too. So basically, like, it's almost like a space heater, but a vacuum. You know what I mean? (laughs) No. What? No, I don't. <laughs> I actually, I had this weird little mini amnesia moment for a second. I'm going to have to listen back to myself because I don't even remember what the fuck we've been talking about. It was so random of me. I just, it's like when you're falling asleep and you're having these weird micro dreams. Yeah. That was so weird. I don't remember the first half of this podcast. I think the we were talking half. about bacon at one point <laughs> no i don't think we were at the beginning of this podcast you told me to put tea in my ass <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah that sounds totally familiar you why did, did this i entire show that? in a fugue state i don't know why you said that <laughs> this whole show worked in a vacuum oh that's it that's exactly right uh all right let's you still do this. don't know what you're doing you just remembered what you said Oh, here's one. One final question from a sophomore at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Let's go Badgers. Am I right? All right. We'll call this lady a Badger. Bridget. Bridget. Bridget the Badger writes, 
I'm a sophomore at UW Madison. Next year, I'm living with four of my very best friends. But the problem is, I kind of, sort of have a huge crush on one of the boys, and I think he may like me back. Okay, so we met freshman year in a class, and one thing led to another, and we were hooking up. That stopped, and we went AWOL for a minute. He went AWOL for a minute, and months later, we linked up again and became best of friends. This was all good and fine until my current roommates decided that to get a boy, that boy and his friend to live with us next year. I know that we can't be together, but last week we were drunk and cuddled all night. He has been joking about doing that all all the time next year when we live together. And I know from your previous episodes that platonic cuddling does not exist. So how the hell are we supposed to act when the flirting is constant and we're supposed to be college roommates next year? Help! My brothers and I have watched and listened to you for years. Thank you. Love, Bridget the Badger. Ooze. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. You're fucked. Definitely. A, cu- a cuddle buddy. Cuddling yeah. is, is more intimate than any, like, hooking up at all. Like, cuddling and they is They already like- have hooked up. So, like, to go from fucking to AWOL to cuddling, it's like... The intimacy is a is a ride. You were like <laughs> casual fuck buddies, so it's like oh, there's like the chemistry, there's the spark, yeah. Then like Physical. then the a wall, so there's some drama. There's yeah. like the distance that that gives you that like sense of intrigue and wonder and like what are we? And then the cuddle comes back. The cuddle is like <laughs> that. I need you. That emotional you feel shit. something. Yeah, like <laughs> damn. Um, and then. It, tap it all off with the fucking with the roommates the roommates and it's like we shouldn't we can't this is a bad idea game over it's game over there's nothing we can say or do that will stop this from being the most fucked situation of your entire college career but it'll start i guess we can tell her what's going to happen it'll start great yeah you'll have no notes through september october whenever yeah the beginning awesome. of the school I'm like, it's gonna be going great living with my fuck buddy he's fun he's cool he's funny we cuddle it's yeah. perfect i love all my roommates my friends and then i also get to like have sex <laughs> with my crush yeah Rad. and then and then like one time you come back home from the bar and he's like swiping on tinder with like other friends mm-hmm. and you're like that's yeah. funny but like whatever we never said what we were and he right. can do Bridget, he you're wants. just my roommate <laughs> i know that's why it's funny i might get the fucking app too or whatever so then she gets a little offended, or maybe it's the other way around. She's swiping, and he gets a little offended, and then yeah. one thing leads to another, and then the other person brings somebody else home, and it's like, oh, don't pretend like I didn't want that, but you didn't want to give it to me. Shut yeah. the fuck up. They're in the other room. I know. Mm. I'm sorry, but I fucking live here, too. I don't care. I don't have to be quiet. Whoa, awkward. And this is like uh, day four. Bridget, you ruined the friend group. <laughs> Cut now we to, all have to break our lease. <laughs> Cut to nine years later, you guys are married with four fucking kids. You don't remember any of that happening because it was a blip in the grand scheme of things. From the cuddling to the engagement to the kids, it's over. <laughs> what a fucking roller coaster. But suddenly, you start getting the seven-year itch. <laughs> you realize... <laughs> Yeah, she wants to see other people, you know, casually at first. Hey, what? Well, that's no big deal. Maybe I can just keep it homosexual on the side pieces. What the fuck are you talking about? Homosexual. You saw me kiss a girl once at a bar and you said it turned you on. That was before we had fucking three kids. What the fuck are you talking about? Mama, (laughs) shut up. (gasps) You do not have my son. You do not have my fucking son. 
What's going on here? Nothing. Nothing. Go back to your room. <laughs> the roommates are still there. They never moved out. They never Holy moved shit, out. Holy shit, Bridget. <laughs> Why are we still 21 and you're like 43 <laughs> or some shit? <laughs> How did that happen? How'd you guys age 20 years? Are you going to class minutes? today? <laughs> class? I'm 102. I've lived a full life this semester. Uh, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. You guys are going to do great. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be good. Don't worry. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Let us know. That's good because it's snowing outside now. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Enjoy the ride. Is there is there anything to stop? Do you stop it before it's happening? Do you just enjoy it? Let it happen? Go with the flow? Yeah. I think that there's something nice about doing some crazy shit in college and getting yourself into sticky-ass situations that you wish didn't happen, but... In the end, you'll be looking back and being like, that was funny. That was crazy. What a time. Yeah. yeah. You're still, you're a college sophomore. This is when these things are supposed to happen. We've all yeah. been through it. You'll get over it if it does happen. Enjoy the living situation. Living with five friends, that's exciting. What's the most amount of people you lived with? Ooh. Um, it's, I think only ever, honestly, only, I think only three. I don't think I've ever had very many roommates. Yeah, like me, me, Amanda, and Dave was the most people. I, oh, and me and Jeff and Cohen. Yeah, but three, always three. Two what about years. you? Same. I had a I had an opportunity to in college the last year. Eight of my friends like got a house and like moved into it, and I was like, "Wow, it'd be fun to hang out there." But I don't think I want to be there. So right. I just stayed in an apartment nearby. nearby. Yeah, that's that. Was and were you right? Go. Was it fun to go there? And seemed like it would be a lot to live there. No, it was probably would have been fun to live there too. But I did spend enough time there that I probably should have just moved in. But I was I'm always so lazy against moving. I'm like, ah, it's not worth moving. I'll just keep my yeah. stuff here. And I might be misremembering. I think I wanted now that I think about it, I think I wanted to move in and they were like, maybe No, not, you can't. Not they you, wouldn't let you. Not yeah, now or something like that. They're like, Why do you why do you even want to live with and us? And like, you're right, you I'll just come by are. a lot instead. It was like <laughs> a threat. Don't. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all right, if you're not going to let me live here, this is when you were in RA, out. right? Yeah. <laughs> they weren't even my friends, honestly. It was like a fucking dude and his seven this friends. This was at UCLA I... two years ago. <laughs> yeah. I said, why don't you let Uncle Amir move in here? I'll dust, I'll right. vacuum. Actually, this was Jeff Jeffrey James at USC, right? <laughs> yeah. You tried to join his frat when you were 32. <laughs> Lonely and Horny season three is me trying to join a frat for the entire season. <laughs> wow, we did write an episode where you were at a frat party. We never got to film it. That's right. something we should read on our Patreon, actually. Man, imagine a frat party right now. The most dangerous corona environment of all. Yeah, Jesus. Just 400 college kids in a steamy house sharing all jungle <laughs> juice out of a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Passing a hookah pipe back and forth. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oops. Uh, all right. That's it. That's our episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for yeah. watching. If you yeah. are, uh, if you actually want to watch us, we are doing weekly videos on our Patreon still at patreon.com slash JA. Yeah, that's right. So it's like what you're doing now, which is listening to the show, but you get to see us too, which is I don't yeah. know, kind of a bonus. Even yeah, even better. A good gift too. If there's like a, a fan in your life, you can gift them that Patreon. That way it's like, oh shit, two days till Christmas. I don't know what to give this person. Boom. That's give the true. gift of patronage. Yeah. Cause that comes with like, what is it? Two years of 
videos. Yeah, like, I got hundreds of videos at this point on the back. It's end. a large library, and that's always good. Like a, a gift that you can use on Christmas Day, because that's a boring ass day after you open the presents. Yeah, could watch our shitty videos <laughs> instead of demanding more gifts. You can just enjoy the gifts that you already have, and mm-hmm. you know what? Hey, cheers! I'll drink to that too. Cheers. That um, wine so glass wine, has gotten more full over the course it went, of the This wine went yeah. bad. I've been throwing up a little bit every time it takes so. <laughs> I see that. That's I've been cool. storing it at a really weird temperature. I've been storing it in a bathtub. Your cup runneth over in a way. Uh, do you remember who wrote the opening theme song? The Blink-182? Blink it um, was... God, I, 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 I... His name was... Anthem. Tucker? No. Um, Andy. Yeah. Andy P. Andy. Yep, Andy. That's right. Uh, and this closing one is an abstract uh, version of a theme song um, he, where you can also find his music on SoundCloud, Abstract Shine, and his digital art, Abstract.Shine. So that's sort of okay. set your mind to that kind of mood as I press nice. play. And uh, as always, of course, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Happy holidays. Stay home, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Later. Be shipping yeah. me this. This is not if how I want to start you. my day. She ate $200 and bit a bunch of people. What show is this? Started to think I shouldn't be giving Ron Rotem into work. What show is this? Who the fuck is Rotem? That's the name of the pub. If I were you, this is your birthday. Why do you think everything happens to you in silence? Well, there's two koi juices. Beat was DJ Schmooshmoo. Welcome to If I Were You. This show can tend to get crew. These dudes will give you advice on how. Getting preteens through strife And they both have wives They used to be single And now they're married So when they give advice Please don't be wary Dating the scary fairy But don't be stubborn For the record my dad's name is Barry That was off topic, obviously But these mentions will solve your problem Probably you're not an oddity Earthbound Bowie Let's reach out and let these Jews know we yeah, R.I.P. Kobe, shout out the Lakers, but the Jews touch your heart like pacemakers. They'll give you advice, do we have any takers? Cook me holla, you Israelite bakers. I remember when they used to have a web show, now they give advice to make your life less dope. Opposite that, where's Thomas Middleton at? I mean, ditch. Amir is full Jewish, Jake is half, but trust me. They can make you laugh. The humor isn't crusty like the crabby. If you're feeling crabby or you feel like a will like Patty, these Jews will help gladly help you out. When I'm in doubt, take my earphones out, breathe, put them back in. If I were you, no one's not calling her pup. You brought in a crazed beast to the office. She attacked you, making you drop her leash. Shut up, Jesus.
Little Light Child. That was a HeadGum original. <laughs>